faithful listeners, podcast is back. I hope you've missed it. I've missed doing it. Been on a little bit of a hiatus, um, busy with video and photo work the the past year or so, and kind of just a little unmotivated during COVID. But I am back, and I'm inspired by today's guest. She inspired me to jump back behind the mic and uh, get the podcast going again. Rebecca Schaff. She is uh, an entrepreneur, piano player, piano teacher. The song is uh, a rendition of a popular song that she has performed. And as this is somewhat of a trivia-focused event, and she is, uh, I I call her the queen of trivia, she hosted uh, amazing trivia night on Taco Tuesdays at Rockstar Tacos at Gaslight in St. Louis. Uh, She's just an amazing person. Amazing host of trivia and just an, an amazing creative force. When you look at the uh, menus at Rockstar Tacos when you go visit, her and uh, her and her partner, Will Pelly have just done a great job of creating just a real fun menu. We talk about that and give you an idea of some of the items that are there. It's just a fantastic place. Will, I've known him for a few years, and he is uh, he's been big in the St. Louis music scene over the years, as well as the St. Louis food scene having been uh, an executive chef and creative force behind many St. Louis area restaurants. But their latest venture is Rockstar Tacos on the Hill. So uh, if you don't know what the Hill is, uh, most everyone in St. Louis does. It's an Italian area, a lot of Italian restaurants. But now they have a taco shack. Well, not really a shack. It's a it's a bar. Gaslight's a bar. And uh, they're running the restaurant portion of that. And uh serving drinks and it's just amazing a lot of uh, amazing concoctions and uh just wonderful food and wonderful people so i'm really really digging that you'll hear uh, a lot of this conversation focuses on pop culture and it's just a lot of fun to talk about uh the different likes and dislikes and uh just uh, the different areas that have uh kept our interest you know pop culture is a big thing in the united states and uh, just a lot of fun to talk about. So trivia, we have a little trivia contest. It's just a lot of fun. Want to uh, give a shout out to Dr. Mark Holland. Thank him for continued sponsorship in conversations with Calcaterra. Also want to uh, shout out to a new sponsor, Rust Bucket Rembrandts. This is a venture for uh, from my good buddy, Eric Light. And he has uh, created a YouTube channel and uh, is working hard to put out a lot of content revolving around automobiles, classic cars, trucks, uh, you know, primarily thus far, but uh, just vehicles from a bygone age and uh, mainly the people who are passionate about these vehicles, just the the connection that the people have with them. So uh, go to YouTube and please subscribe. Rust Bucket Rembrandt's on YouTube, and uh, he could use the subscribers to you know, build up his channel. As I mentioned earlier, Dr. Mark Holland, you can find in the show notes some links to his offices. Great chiropractor. Uh, I've been sitting a lot, doing a lot of video editing lately, and uh, my back has been a little messed up. So I go to him to get those adjustments and and, uh, get uh, some recommendations on stretches and whatnot. My yoga hasn't been good lately. I've just not been practicing. So uh, yeah, need to... uh, need to fix all that so yeah once again rockstar tacos check them out you'll hear more about them and hopefully get excited about uh about the great food that they have and just the the, as i said the great environment 
uh, happy to bring you conversations with Calcaterra. And the, really the purpose of this this podcast is to highlight great people who I've met over the years and a lot of friends. And uh, recently, one of one of my great friends, uh, Craig Hawksley, comedian in St. Louis, he passed. And uh, just looking back, it is is amazing that I was able to capture that conversation with him. And I look at other friends and family members, and I think, man, I should have should have recorded something to have to uh, to look back on. So I'm I'm really blessed to have talked to Craig and have recorded a podcast, and uh, that's out there for people to listen to. Um, that is something that when he passed and when the news came across on social media, you know, many people um, were able to listen to that and just, you know, get to, I guess, relive that moment with Craig. And uh, sorry he's gone. It's a, it's a sad situation in life, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what we deal with. So trying to live the best life I can and uh, happy to bring you this podcast and looking forward to bringing you many more. Thank you for listening. I, I can't thank you enough. My social media, look uh, look for me, Ken Calcaterra. And uh, thank you all for your continued support. Here she is, the queen of trivia, Rebecca Schaff. So, Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you for hosting. We are, listeners, we are here at Rockstar Tacos at Gaslight on the Hill. And it's just, uh, it's been one of my favorite spots. And one of the big things that draws me is the trivia. You, my friend, are the trivia queen. <laughs> How did, uh, when did you get first involved? Or when did you develop that love for trivia? Um, I've always loved trivia. I'm a really competitive person. Um, I think my friends fired me from going out to trivia nights with them because <laughs> I would get so bent out of yeah. shape. Um, Will and I are always, tri- you know, checking each other out, you know, on trivia questions. Yeah. Like, do you know this? Do you know that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we thought it would be a cool way to get people to come in um, when we opened in November. Yeah. And it's turned into this cult thing where, you know, we have regulars coming like yourself every week uh, to test their knowledge. Um, one of my favorites was the metal trivia night. We had tons of people coming in all cocky with their cool shirts and stuff. I'm like left crying because they didn't know like half the answers <laughs> to the questions. So it's not I, your average. I, I wasn't crying. I was wearing one of my metal. I was wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. Yes. And, uh, but I think I did all right on metal trivia. You, but You did. If, but I think that's what I like about it is it's challenging for everybody. Mm-hmm. So like if you win, you really want it. Was I don't have any giveaway questions or you know things yeah. like that so. i usually learn something from your trivia it's cool that's awesome yeah so i love like, that i did not know that that might be the teacher in me i'm you know always wanting to educate so yeah tell us about that so you're the te- when you say teacher it was uh teaching piano correct yes i uh i've been teaching piano and voice since god make me feel old doing the math <laughs> uh 1998 was when i started right. so 24 years i've been teaching um, I've done some classroom stuff as well, but uh, I love love my students. I love teaching. Yeah. Are you still teaching? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two pockets of time that I'm not at this building. I uh, squeeze in some lessons. So. Busy, busy. Yeah. <laughs> so how did this come about? This uh, I know we'll go back in time mm-hmm. to uh, you know the development of Rockstar Tacos. Yes. But how did this space in this particular business? How did that come about? In the city, you mean? Yeah, just in the city, uh, just this a partnership. Yeah, all that good stuff. Um, we uh, someone reached out to Will and said, uh, you know, this building is looking for a tenant for their restaurant, um, you know, space, and we think you'd be a really good fit. So we started that conversation. Gosh, over a year and a half ago, it was in the midst of lockdown. Um, our location in St. Charles was 
bonkers out of control at that point. Um, I didn't think we'd be successful during COVID, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, we were really, really lucky there. Um, so we started the conversation and uh, took over the bar in August of last year, opened the kitchen in November of last year, and it is like out of control. Yeah, it's been gangbusters. It really it's has. Been great. I've had... So happy, so happy. It's nice to be back in the city. It's nice to have a full space. Um, I was talking to someone, I actually got a new liquor in today. Good friends of ours, Big O, give them a shout out, Ginger Liqueur, uh, St. Louis Business. And I sent him a text and said, after all the bars I've worked in, it's very surreal to have your own bar where you can like make choices and bring in things and, you know, do special cocktails. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a really exciting, exciting space, exciting time. And um, we got all kinds of cool stuff up our sleeves over the next few months. So. And that's one of the cool things that I really love about this place. It's It has that, uh, it has a great vibe, but the tie-ins, the local tie-ins, uh, different liquors, different um, the desserts, a local yeah. company. So there's like it's a lot of a lot of connections yes. that have, I'm sure <clears throat> built over the years. Yeah, and just uh, just just collaboration mm -hmm. with all these great people. We're all about it. And I I mentioned to someone else um, in another interview how St. Louis we're so proud of our city and proud of all the things that are happening here and we get looked over a lot i think um even versus kansas city mm -hmm. go chiefs or whatever yeah. but uh <laughs> <laughs> um that was a really important to will and i both yeah. is that we you know we want our friends businesses to succeed as well so the more the merrier we don't see it as competition we see it as you know why not rising waters raise all boats right it's true yeah. it really is true so we have all local taps um the Big O, we've got still 630 products back there. Um, Uppercut is a new one. Have you tried that whiskey yet? I have not. Oh, I'll have All to right. get you some. All right. Um, Uppercut, um, our friend Jeremy Johnson um, started making whiskey in his kitchen. And he now uh, is getting it distilled, and it just hit markets, and we're the first people to oh, carry it. that is fantastic. And it's delicious. Cinnamon yeah. walnut whiskey. Okay. Oh, so good. All right. I look forward to trying that. So anyway, yeah. We love collaborations. Absolutely. And it's just sometimes, you, I mean, I grew up in St. Louis, so sometimes it's easy to forget how, just, just all the cool things. And that's one thing I enjoy, just conversations with various people. And people that have transplanted usually open our eyes to something. It's like, yeah, oh, like, yeah, this, this, place is, this so is, cool. is so cool. And, <laughs> and it's an affordable place to live. And it's it's just a good reason to talk to a lot of different people because that, mm -hmm. that different perspective. Oh, so totally. it's nice to... It feels good when somebody's like, oh, this is such a great city, and they've been all over the world. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, yeah, you get used to it, or this is where your family goes to eat, and you're like, oh, I totally forgot about that place. Or we had some of the best tacos of our lives in St. Peter's a couple weeks ago, like close to our house. We were like, what? How have we never heard of this place? This is That's shit. fantastic. You find these diamonds in the yeah, rough. Yeah, I mean, and that's just like random and then you think of like Forest Park and how mm -hmm. amazing that is. And they're like, what? It's free? We had a couple at the bar a few weeks ago on our honeymoon, cross-country honeymoon. And they were like, what? Forest Park's free? I can just go to the art museum? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. our city's badass. Free zoo. Free I zoo. Mean, what the heck? Yeah. I've went to some other cities. I don't go to the zoo often, but you know, family events. And uh, the Denver Zoo, it, I think it was expensive. I think it was 20 or 30 bucks. And it just, That's it was... Hard to wrap your head it around. It was disappointing after yeah. the St. Louis Zoo. Right. So, we take everything for granted, I yeah. think, if you live here and you're like, oh, 
um, Tony, um, one of our employees, Tony Willingham. Hi, Tony. Um, started Beyond FM STL. And it's 24 hours a day, a radio station app, playing only local music. Oh, that's his passion. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, he's a fascinating person to talk to. But uh, that's his passion. It's like people have no idea the amazing music that's coming out of the city. You know, we think of the tours that come in from out of town or we didn't even get Iron Maiden this year. That's a, it's another a source of subject. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's so much happening in our yeah. own backyard that we just forget about or don't think about. But yeah. there's all kinds of cool music going on right now. Well, I think right now there's so much is out there. It's uh, it's easy to just kind of get lost. That's true. That's just, true for uh, sure. Or you have to be connected to the right people to see what's going on mm-hmm. and to catch it. You know, it's the algorithms of social media. Right. If you're not searching for music, then you may not you may not see right. the links for music. But if you type up something on your internet browser for, uh, I'm looking for socks or something crazy, yeah. it's like, <laughs> watch what you type in that browser because it's popping up on your social media. Well, not for others, but that's so funny. pretty crazy. It is. It really is. <laughs> but speaking of social media, who is the genius behind all the memes? <laughs> it's all Will. <laughs> okay. I thought it might we, be. We've, that was his original idea. And, you know, we get people calling like, wanting to help us with social media mm-hmm. and we're like man our dumb memes are going pretty well for us so uh i think we're gonna keep going on that yeah he does a great job with the uh, i don't know what that app is but the one where it oh it, the face swap yeah app? the face swap oh my and he god he is killing it with the face swap <laughs> did you see his chris farley yesterday i did <laughs> he's so silly but it works so it's yeah. like you know we we now are always like i have a folder on my phone of just the dumbest music memes that we can find uh, Shania Twain saw massacre. That was my favorite. I saw last week. Shania Twain holding like a a chainsaw. <laughs> I've not seen that. Oh, one. it's it's good. It's just, but there's some clever things happening in, in that true. regard. But yeah. yeah, Will is killing it. So definitely, what's you shout out the uh, your social media sites yes. so people can go see those. Yes. and like and our uh, Instagram is what's going on. Rockstar Tacos Gaslight, and on Facebook we're Rockstar Tacos at Gaslight Lounge. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. he's just it's. <laughs> I can't even do it justice by talking about it. I should have done my homework better. You got to just uh, go. Yeah, you have to see it it to believe it. (laughs) We have friends uh, in our pockets, too, who help us with Photoshop from time to time. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Again, the collaboration. (laughs) You can't do it on your own. But, uh, yeah, Will is just, uh, he's a a mad genius. He truly is. In the kitchen, on the memes. Uh, Speaking of mad genius, and the two of you collaborate on this, Mm -hmm. but just the menu. Let's talk about some of the menu names. (laughs) And for for those of you who know music or don't know music um, and heavy metal, Mm -hmm. it's uh, you can learn a lot by just looking at the menu and you're going to wonder, what is this a a riff on? What are what are some talk about that process? How have you guys gone through that and just come up with probably one of the most creative menus in in the world? (laughs) We uh, I remember when we decided to open the shack. It was a bottle of whiskey, about four hours, and us giggling and giggling and giggling. We had this master list of like 500 titles, whether it was, <laughs> how can we use, or what what song title sounds like broccoli? Or, you know, like mm-hmm. how, Yeah. now our brains are programmed that way, so we come up with a, you know, our. I just think that way now. I'm getting there. I'll share one. I shared with Will the other night, but... Uh... What was it? It was, uh, if you guys ever do an enchilada, you had to do the Adam enchilada. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, just take that one. <laughs> it's a gift. Okay, thanks. But uh, I was thinking before <laughs> trivia, I'm thinking like, how can I be clever? I want to I want to <laughs> throw something out there as well, whether it's used or not, or oh. I don't know what the plans are to expand that menu. But, uh, you know, one yeah. day. We have it specials. could be a special. Yeah, yeah we have specials fun. and stuff too. Um, 
that was a challenge at first because we had specials at the shack as well and like panicking like we can do this as the food special but we have to have a cool name for it because everything Mm -hmm. had a cool name you know so for instance we have it was originally for those about to guac (laughs) it now is i want to guac yeah I want to quack, quack. I want to quack. So funny. Um, that's how that's how you have to order it, customers. You know, when yeah. you come to Rock Star, please, say, please, please, do. that would be awesome. I'd give you a free shot or something Ooh. if someone would sing their order to yeah. me. I would so love So, listeners, that. do it. <laughs> We've got shrimp biscuit. That's a classic. Hey, ho. Chorizo. Yeah. Um, everything is tight is titled. Yeah. Number of the beef is one of my favorites. Yeah, number of the beef. Yeah. Um, fish you were here. Yep, that is classic. Hot for pizza. Uh the, the Mexican new, yes, yes, the Mexican pizza that we um made we improved upon mm-hmm. by uh Bac Hotel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and for those of you missing the Mexican pizza, it's you can get that here. Every day. This is amazing. It's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that yeah. was like when that premiered. Yes. So it was like the first night that the big snow. Yeah. So I had, I was planning on getting out yep. here and then it was, I don't oh no, then it was because that was a Friday and then it was, I think it was postponed to Saturday, but I, yeah. I had to be here for that. We had so much interest. We decided just it was to like add a it. Wednesday and yeah. then, so I had to wait four days. It's been a weird month. It was amazing. Oh, it's so good. It was good. well worth the wait. Totally worth it. He uh, amped up the enchilada sauce that goes on it. Ooh. So good, it's even good. better now than it was. Yeah. Hillamall is Hillamall. Uh, one of the he's creative with the uh, quesadillas. Yes. And so I came up with that one. We uh, were I was frantically prepping and I looked up. We were like, OK, toasted ravioli quesadilla. First of all, who does that? We do that. And um, we were like, what do we call it? What do we call it? I don't want my Italian family to get pissed at me, you know. And then I'm like. I look up and this ray of sun comes from the window where we had the kill em all flag. And I was like, babe, hill em all. Ta-da. Yeah. Rock on. And the heavens are singing. Yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. And then uh, there goes my gyro. That's one of, that's one of my favorites. I've had that more than any other taco. Love we, it. It's so good. We originally called it We Could Be Gyros. Oh, that's good as well. I actually had a meme. That's okay. So here's an alliteration for you all. It was a meme of goat with the David Bowie lightning bolt mm-hmm. on on, yeah. him, on his face, and we said we could be euros. But uh, yeah, there goes my euro. So funny that one out. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. It's a pretty funny yeah. one because Will's not a huge fan of Foo Fighters either. But he <laughs> he's like, I'll take one for the team yeah. <laughs> for that good joke. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> so, he compromises. Uh huh. Good man, and. uh Fry the tiger. Fry of the, the tiger, tiger is amazing. You can get either the side portion or the appetizer portion. Yep. And, they are delicious. And they are coated with the the signature Rockstar Dust. Yes, Rockstar Dust. Let's talk about that. When did uh, Rockstar Dust, when did that originate? And what was, uh, um, what was it, Will thinking when he did that? Yeah, right. Pretty amazing. It really is. Um, his mad genius, by the way, I'll tell you the story, but drew me to him. All right, cool. That made me fall in love with them a little bit. Um, he had been working on the Rockstar Dust for over a decade, um, from Sanctuaria to Diabolitos, where he ran the kitchen. Um, he had started messing with the spice mix, and when Rockstar Taco Shack came into the picture, he was like, okay, now's the time I need to, like, this is a platform for me to... Gotta break out the magic dust. Yep, totally. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times people are like, 
what's in rock stardust? I'm like, it's not cocaine. <laughs> um, so we finalized it. Um, we started having, um, actually, we were using it in all of our recipes. We got a call um, through Will's band contacts, because he's very well plugged in here. Um, we started catering bands after their shows at Riverport. Notice I said Riverport. I do too. I do that as well. <laughs> um, Cheap Trick was in town and their crew needed to be fed. And so we actually shut down the shack early, cooked a bunch more food because we were almost sold out at that point, ran down there to serve Cheap Trick backstage. And uh, they were on the bill with ZZ Top. So Ted Cornblum from Magnetone was back there and he was like, hey, Will, does Billy know you're here? And Will's like, Billy doesn't know who I am. <laughs> so um, in a rush, because we cooked all this food, I brought our seasoning to make sure that things were seasoned properly when we got there. And it was sitting out. Dusty walks in, and I'm like, okay, play it cool. Play it cool, Becca. I grew up on ZZ Top, so Absolutely. I was like, oh, yeah, you no. Can't geek out. Yeah, and he was like, I'm a plain Jane. So he just had, like, meat and cheese on his, on his uh, tacos. And then Billy walked in, and I almost passed out. <laughs> I was like, this can't be happening. And he walks up to the food, looks at the shaker, the shaker full of dust, and he lifts up his mustache and plops some in there. <laughs> And he was like, he looks at Will and says, boy, are you responsible for this? And Will was like, yes, sir. Like, you could see his knees shaking together. And he's like, we need to talk. He kicked everyone out of the green room. We were there with him drinking contraband beer from Riverport fridges till four o'clock in the morning. Wow. That's amazing. All about spices. That's all he talked to us about. Not music or anything. We gave him the shaker. He called Will a week later. Yeah. And was like, dude, I need more dust. Can you send me some? And we're like, what is going on? So he's the one who encouraged us to bottle it, actually. And what a story. I did not know yeah. that. So um, every awesome. every guest who comes in gets ZZ Pop, our popcorn with Rockstar Dust on it, because um, that's his favorite snack. That's Billy Gibbons' favorite way to eat Rockstar Dust is on popcorn. Again, and the story behind uh, these creations is amazing. And it's just, and that's a lot of times having hobbies pays off. Oh, yeah, totally. Because, you know, I'm sure Billy's talking about music all the time, which he's passionate about it. Yeah. But but at some point when you have that other thing, it spices. Yeah. It says that's the connection that just never goes away. No, he was running up to his tour bus, grabbing spices that he carried around with him. Oh, that's awesome. And he was, he put some in my hand and was like, what's this one missing? I got it in Turkey. And I was like, (laughs) salt? And he's like, Exactly. I mean, he was into it. Cool. It was a surreal experience for sure. It's hard to top that one, I think. That is awesome. So for for this, you go cater for Cheap Trick. And what tacos do you bring at that moment? Um, it depends if there are dietary restrictions mm-hmm. or anything. Um, I'm but that's to... kind of last minute, like, hey, get up here. We yeah. need for the crew. Yeah. And uh, did Cheap Trick eat any of the tacos? Or they had yeah, their own? they know Will from, you know, just being around town oh, gotcha. and um, other restaurants he's worked for. So they yeah. came in and said hi, but... Um, yeah, it largely depends. Um, I know for Foo Fighters, we got called to do Foo Fighters last summer. Um, we're all set up in the back. It's super COVID lockdown backstage. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen such a big crowd of people <laughs> um, on the yard. And we got there just in time for Encore. So we got to watch it from backstage. It was super, super cool. Yeah, took my nephew to that show. Yeah. yeah we had a good time. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that last week. Yeah, we were like the, one of the four people that were wearing masks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um they needed vegan things, so we brought our veggie tacos, you know, corn tortillas. Right on. So it depends on the group, yeah. but uh, we're looking forward to getting up on that again. That's what we hired Tony for. He's our catering director, so he knows how gigs work and concerts work, and 
it's a good thing all around to have him here. But. Very cool. Yeah. And you referenced the shack many times. Let's mm-hmm. uh, talk a little bit about the shack because a lot of people may not know what yes. that is. And that's where I, well, I met Will before then, mm-hmm. but the shack, it was when that, he was throwing that out there on social media. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I got to got to get out there and get some tacos yeah and because i hadn't eaten any of the, of the tacos uh-huh. at this point and it was i was sold right there yeah it's like okay um so when will and i started dating i lived in newtown which is a planned community almost to alton almost to illinois super north st charles county yeah and the river plains yes are the, the, would you call those no those aren't plains no. whatever the yeah they're planes. Okay. Oh, yeah, they're flood planes. They're flood planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're planes, all right. Um, uh, I had lived there on and off and on, yeah. you know, through my adulthood. And uh, I had a, a tiny little apartment, perfect for me, right by all the bars. So Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's There's a lot there. It's pretty cool yeah, if you haven't been out there. It's also way more diverse than people give it credit yeah. for. Um, but uh, that's where I was living when we started dating. And he and a bandmate... Um, after one too many shots at the chase after their gig for like, would it be cool if we open a taco stand in like one of those places and it'd be all music related? And like six months later, we'd open the shack. <laughs> so um, that became my full-time job. Um, I had been working in the industry as well as teaching and stuff, but uh, that became my full-time job. That was 2019. So three years ago, four seasons ago, um, we Will and I were running that single-handedly. I actually ran the whole he was working on this last summer, so I was in charge. I did all the cooking on all the everything last summer. So wow. it's kind of nice to be back together in the same spot, yeah, you know, yeah. and building this for ourselves. So. And, and the cool thing about the shack, I mean, it's for those of you who don't know, it's, it's basically like a food truck without the wheels. Yeah, it's a walk-up window. So yeah. our kitchen serving area, prep area is about 100 square feet out there. <laughs> so coming here, I feel like we're in a mansion right now. There's like so much space. Yeah, but um, it's, it's such a cool idea because mm-hmm. you have all the, the, it's right by the beach volleyball and then uh, they have you know, the festivals during the summer or mm-hmm. fireworks. So you're right there in yeah. the center of it all. Yeah. So genius. The town really comes alive when the weather gets nice. Um, like any place, it's a ghost town when it's cold. Huh. So we close for the winter. Um so yeah, it's a it's a cool spot out there. It's our little baby. So you're gonna be juggling when the when the summer comes and great weather. You're gonna be yeah, you have we'll a lot see. to juggle. Yeah, we're figuring that out right, right. now. Figuring that out right now. Well, good deal. I love this spot because it's about 20 minutes from my house, <laughs> yeah. maybe 15, so it's <laughs> a lot easier to get to. And then the winter time when the weather's horrible and yeah, I have to drag gives me a reason to drag myself out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. But. Uh, also, another cool thing mm-hmm. is that Rockstar Tacos can be had at different venues. Yes. And that is a sweet deal. So yeah. the factory is one. What mm-hmm. are some others? Uh, the factory, uh, they are serving our food at every concert they have. Um, shocking amounts of food they're going through. <laughs> shocking. Um, and they're like selling out from what I saw online. Every like day. In 20 minutes or yeah. something like that. Yeah. They're up to like 300 tacos a like I mean, shocking amounts of food out there, um, and Urban Chestnut at Midtown. Uh, we're providing food for them as well. Great spot, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful spot. I can't wait for nicer weather. We'll have the taco cart out there as well. I've not seen the the taco cart oh, itself. Oh, it's sweet. Oh, it's I'm a beaut. See it. All right. <laughs> well, good. And now that uh, we're getting to the point, I'm not going to jinx anything, but that we can yes, move a little more freely <laughs> and outdoors. I'm going to have to. Yeah, get that out and to the weather. You know, as well. yeah, it's been a rough winter, but. Yes. Yeah, we're excited about that. So tell me about the time when you met Mr. Will Pelly. Oh, my gosh. I so it's actually a crazy story because I 
should have probably met him 25 years ago. Me uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. like we, I was hanging out at the High Point all the time. I, my, my boyfriend at the time's band played there all the time. He's working there all the time. One of our good, good, good friends. Hey, Joe. I went to college with him, so he was with me all day. Mm-hmm. And he'd go play in Goldtooth with Will all night. And I had never gone to see one of his shows. Like, it's just a yeah. strange. Is Joe somebody I know? Joe Meyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to went to college with his sister. He was a oh, few okay. years behind me, but yeah, and, and he's another one of those guys whose name I had heard and I had never met. Yeah. until later in life. He's the best. Yeah, he's awesome. He's one of the funnier people I've met, besides yeah. myself. Of course, I have to. We did a with <laughs> Jimmy Griffin, uh, Joe, and um, Eric Grossman. We did a mm-hmm. Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen tribute. <gasps> but uh, I need to. Joe's on my list just to talk with him one on one. Oh, he's yeah, he's, he's a, a fascinating dude. person. All right. He's so funny. Now that I'm getting, uh, you know, yeah. getting the grease out, yeah. getting the wheels <laughs> greased and uh, get some momentum going. No, he's going. amazing. And this is also a, a pleasure to talk to you because it just, uh, it's the start of Women's History Month. I know. So it's like, cool. I have a, I mean, a Women's History Project that I'll tell you about in a second. Okay. But um, my friend was working at the Libertine. She was leaving there to start her own bar program for the first time ever. And so a friend of mine went with me to say like congrats and we're excited for you on this new venture. Will was the chef at the Libertine at the time. I got fries with this Vermont white cheddar cheese whiz. Will uses straight up alchemy to make his own cheese whiz. And I was at the bar going, oh my God, this is so good. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll be right back. And he went to the kitchen and got me a ramekin full of the cheese whiz. And was like, I dare you to drink that all. (laughs) (laughs) And I did (laughs) with a straw. I almost threw up on the way home, but (laughs) I made it happen. And he was like, will you go out with me? And I said, no. (laughs) I said, no, because we had so many mutual friends. I didn't want to, you know, mess anything up. But he wore me down eventually, and I'm glad he did. That is cool. Five years ago. Yeah, that was five years ago. It's amazing the things you do on a dare. Yeah, right. And then dumb things like that. Oh, don't dare me to do anything, because I'll do it. (laughs) Like at a hot wing eating contest once with somebody, and it was, I swear, I was like sweating out of my eyeballs, and it was like I had to to break down and get some milk. Oh, my gosh. I think it's where I first learned that milk counteracts the hotness of all that, but it was was torture. That's funny. Yeah, but it was cool. And you have wings, so what are the name of the wings? So those are, that's a new one. Take these broken wings. That's right. (laughs) Take (laughs) these broken broken wings. wings. Yeah, we try nice. to keep it heavy metal centric, but if the joke's good, we'll go for it. Oh, heck yeah. You got to mix it up for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of heavy metal, so when we're looking, uh, this is what uh, one of the cool things about this venue is mm-hmm. there's just all kinds of great memorabilia. Yeah. And a lot of it has been given and gifted mm-hmm. and all that. But it's like right now I'm looking at this cool clutch corrosion of conformity poster. Oh, yeah. Now, I had seen at the at the Galaxy so the first time I'd ever seen Clutch, some mm-hmm. uh, some friends in a band, I was hanging out with these guys in this band, Somnia, and they oh, yeah, yeah. they loved Clutch. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, another friend of mine was a big fan of COC, so it was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. And so that was like, I'm I'm a late bloomer, so I didn't really get to concerts <laughs> till after college, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was just blown away. And it was mostly the local scene, so mm-hmm. that's what really fostered my love for live yeah. music. You know, it wasn't all the big shows, but it was all the just the cool people I met and these great original songs. And it was like, wow, I didn't I didn't know this existed. So it's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's just cool seeing that. And I think that was uh, 2015, that show. Yes. Will catered it. Right so that's on. where he got the band pass, the signed poster and everything. Uh, same with the Alice in Chains over there. That's my favorite. 
Rhino. That's the one thing I was pissed yeah. that we took from our house that was hanging up. Okay. In our house. Yeah. Most of the stuff, yeah, it was at the house. So our house is looking pretty normal nowadays. But <laughs> yeah. well, you gotta make this space cool. <laughs> exactly. But I, I was telling a, a good buddy of mine, a guy named Phil Nadeau, mm-hmm. and uh, we had went to see uh, Coc at um, at Pops, mm-hmm. and as we were driving in the parking lot, Mike Dean was walking from oh the uh, convenience store. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> it's Mike Dean. He's oh. just like, hey. that was cool. <laughs> So, yeah, just little things like that. But the, the most surreal thing, I have to tell you this, that that show, at one point, the band just, like, lowered the tempo. It was almost like they were slow motion. And it was like oh, this. Wow. They went from just, like, ah, in your face, face melting mm. to this slow, just nice groove. Oh, nice. And the, all these guys moshing. It was <laughs> it was surreal. They're like, what do I do now? They went. <laughs> They were like moshing in, in slow slow-mo. motion and they were like, it was like doing like the That's running so man cool. in slow-mo wow. and it was, and I don't think I really drank at that time, but it was so bizarre. If somebody that would have been buzzed or high, oh yeah, that would have been like, what is going yeah, on right? here? I mean, cause it was just surreal wow. in its own right in, yeah. in real time, but uh, they just all- That's crazy. Mm, just, I was like, what am I seeing here? It was amazing. That's awesome. So, all right. So like you guys just had what your- Five year anniversary, fifth yeah. year. All yeah, right. five years. Congrats! Thanks. Very cool. Feels like twenty. <laughs> Yo, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> so, how is it work? You know, together now you're working together mm-hmm. all the time. Is it still good? You yeah, still have your moments. Oh, oh I mean, well, every, yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Um, something that's nice is that we we are constantly making sure we separate. You know. The professional from the personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we still live in St. Charles, which is kind of a nice ride home because we can decompress, talk about what we need to talk about. And then when we're home, we don't talk about work. <laughs> you know, we're that's just. A, that's a good thing. Ourselves. Yeah. There. Me reading my books and him watching The Simpsons or whatever. All right. But uh, no, things are going pretty good. Speaking of that, so we'll go into because I know you love pop culture mm-hmm. and things like that. There is on Apple TV, mm-hmm. there is, it's called Separation and it's Ben Stiller. It's something Ben okay. Stiller's directing. And it's basically about these people that have a procedure that separates something in their brain. So when they're at oh, work, they cannot remember their real life. When oh, they're at weird. home, they can't remember their work life. So it's kind of. That's uh, interesting. That's basically our. That, yeah, but, we really are. But not, uh, you're that's not the only some way. medical procedure yeah, getting no. your brain operated on. It's, no, that was our idea. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good way to keep it uh, keep it loose and yeah. not get too stressed out. Yeah, and, we were like, I mean, we're together 24 hours a day. So it's like, you know. Well, this when somebody says, you know, I want to be with my best friend. You're, you're living that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right on. For sure. Cool. So what do you do to uh, to decompress so when you're at home? What, what's, I uh, drink wine and I read books. All right. What do you like to read? Um... I love thrillers, horror. Like Stephen King's my favorite author of all That's time. Great. Yeah, I, I haven't read Stephen King in a, in a while, but when I was a kid, I was devouring Stephen King books. I just reread Pet Cemetery, and it was way more scary than I remembered. Like scary, scary. But it's my favorite. It's my. Absolute. I read it when I was should have been focusing on school in the seventh <laughs> grade, and I, I could not put that book. down. Oh no, you can't sleep yeah, till so it's over. I was a poor student, and uh, I thank <laughs> Stephen King for that because his books are so. Compelling. He would be proud. He would be yeah. proud. Um, thrillers. I love historical fiction too. So I read kind of all over the place. Yeah. Anything that stands out historical fiction wise? Um, I just read one of the best books I've ever read. So here's a plug for the violin conspiracy. I can't remember the author's name. Let me look it up really quick. Um, one of the better books I've read. No joke. Like in my lifetime. It was that good. All right. Brendan Slocum. Brendan Slocum. Okay. Uh, it's on the Good Morning America book club list if that means anything uh so here's the concept 
this kid um, is growing up in South Carolina, underprivileged, you know, life uh, situation. He's the only kid in his orchestra who doesn't have his own instrument, doesn't take private lessons. Um, his grandma gifted him his great, great, great grandfather's fiddle. So he'd have his own instrument mm-hmm. to play. Turns out it's a Stradivarius. And the rest of the book is about him, uh, you know, being a classical violinist in the in the competition circuit, going to the Tchaikovsky competition, which is a really big deal. Um, dealing with racial profiling, mm-hmm. all these racial disparities that are still happening today, sadly. And um, it turns into this whodunit um, kind of crazy, crazy story. It's like everything... Everything that's important mm-hmm. to me in my life was like wrapped up into this one book, and I could that is amazing. Not put it down. It was so good, so 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 good. Yeah, so. it kind of reminds me when you said that. I thought of uh, this movie, Red Violin. Very similar. Yes. Oh, it's so amazing! Yes. Just the historical. Oh, so great! Just the different vignettes yep. of the, the uh, I guess, the life or the mm-hmm. adventures of this violin, yep. or just who you know the people that it touched. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. There was also another movie. It was a book that I read too. Um, the gold, something gold. It was about this famous Gustav Klimt painting of this unknown, quote unquote, woman with this gorgeous gold choker on. Mm-hmm. And it was stolen from the family who owned it during the Holocaust. Um, stolen f- with all their other possessions mm-hmm. yeah. by the Nazis. And it's about the family years, years, years later reclaiming it um, from the German government. And it was just like a really intense, beautiful I think Helen Mirren's in that movie. Oh, it was right just—it was so 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 good. Yeah, and I think that was one of the vignettes in Red Violin. I, th- I think mm-hmm. that dealt with uh, Nazi stealing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, reparations. I'm yeah, it fascinated kind of, by it. It all kind of you know the, yeah. the pop culture and history. Mm-hmm. We get a mix of all that. Yep. But uh, yeah, very cool. And so, uh, did you read the uh, Stephen King? The um, oh, what is it? It's uh, what is it? 1963. Is oh that, my is god. It? It's eleven twenty two sixty three. Eleven twenty two. Yeah. So if you could go back in time and save the president from being assassinated, would you do it? It's on my now list. Now I sound like Doctor. Uh, it's on my list. I have Harry, to get Harry. <laughs> I go to. I love the library, so I get a lot at the library. Yeah. And I have not found that one yet. I need. Just oh, it's to amazing. Hop I on might and reserve it. I think I have it, so uh, I'll just bring it to okay, work and cool. you can borrow it. It's cool. so good. I still buy a lot of books, but yeah. at some point, you know, I went full Kindle basically uh, during uh, lockdown. Yeah. I was reading like a book a day. Yeah, there's nothing else to do, so it's like that's a good use of your time. Yeah, yeah I did a little reading. Watch probably watch too too much television or too many. Uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of good. I mean, there's so many good series out, oh, and yeah. it's just like the, the with the streaming. It's like the golden age of uh, you know visual stories. It, it's true. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, Will was like, "You need a hobby. You should pick up reading again." And now he wishes <laughs> he never said that because that's all I do. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you guys jam? Do you play uh, music together? or Anything? No, we do sometimes, but our backgrounds are so, so, so different yeah. that, and honestly, I mean, especially once this place opened, we have zero free time. So it's not like we go home and just like relax and hang out together because this is open way later than the shack was too. Um, I am largely silent. I'm I'm on at work and then I literally like quit talking by the time we get home. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kind of a, an introvert, extrovert, or I like am, flipping I think I, around? Or? I think I am, yeah. it's. I mean, I'm great with people, but it takes a lot of energy. So yeah. by the time I get home, I'm like, Bleh. I think, I, Yeah, I think I'm like that, too. Sometimes I just, uh, it's hard for me to get going unless I have that momentum. Right. 
And I think that's why just with the podcast, yeah, after mm-hmm. a while, I get so used to being home alone yeah. and just not going anywhere. Right. And it just, I got into that mode mm-hmm. and it was like, it's been perfect time, you know, yeah. everybody has time on their hands, but I just couldn't get into it. Oh yeah. It was weird. It was a strange time. Yeah. I know it was hard for a lot of people, but I actually like cherished it. I It was like Romeo and Juliet almost because we were working seven days a week. But I could have been home by myself for three months. No problem at all. (laughs) I know. I mean, there's so many other unknowns at the time. And I know I personally know friends who really, really struggled with it. But I love being home and being quiet. It was kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, For me, it was bittersweet. Yeah. But, you know, I was able to help my niece and nephew out with school. So that was cool. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. So, yeah, we were... you had mentioned, so you're telling everyone, and this has been a great spot for like pre-concert dinner. Yes, yes. Because it's centrally located. I mean, you're not far from it. You know, yep. they have the downtown venues. Yep. You We're uh, about 10 minutes from every major thing that's happening in the city, really. Yeah, very cool. But yeah, it's a good place to come pre-game or... Yeah, pregame for now, but yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. You get slewed like just basically around the corner. Mm-hmm. Shafitz is like four minutes away from you. Yeah, so. Enterprise is uh, like we just went to uh, we went over and, and parked at BJC and mm-hmm. then took the train just to avoid oh, yeah the crazy crowds right and, you know but yeah kept ourselves a, from slipping on ice. The tracks were really yeah. slick. It was it's kind of fun. Yeah, right. What an adventure. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, we went to uh, Imagine Dragons and you had like a yes, few different families so that cool. were in here, which was it cool. It was during the ice storm. So I was amazed we had tables to begin with. And I happened to know you were one of them. I knew the other two tables. Um, one's an old friend of mine who I haven't seen in forever. And the other one it actually was one of our close family friends in Newtown. The whole fam oh, came out. Right on. And every single one of you had, we're going to the Imagine Dragons concert. And every single one of you also had a first time concert goer yeah. at the table, which I thought was so oh, cool. That's awesome. Like thanks for sharing, you know, including us in those memories. So Yeah, that's just neat. Those those kind of stories are ones and I've heard you tell it a few times. Uh-huh. And it's it's awesome. It's, it's it is awesome. It's great. It's like why we I mean, we want people to feel comfy to come in here and have a beer or a standard or Budweiser uh, draft and a shot of ten high for five bucks. Uh, we want people to, you know, feel comfortable coming in here Anytime, but those are the moments we really live for. Are you know, people making memories here? So. Absolutely, and it was one of those deals. Now we, because with the storm and everything, mm-hmm. and picking them up out in St. Charles, uh, we missed the opener. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, they were. I love to see the. That's how I see new bands and mm-hmm. get to that experience. Right. But it was like, okay, well, you know, we're gonna mix it up, and I could have just grabbed them fast food. But right. it's like, well, let's make this more of a memorable experience. Yeah, new restaurant. You know, get to meet friends. Yeah, and uh, and then go over there and check it out. Yeah. So I mean, the ice slowed us down a little bit, right. but uh, maybe we saw the opener. But uh, but they were blown away. I mean, Imagine Dragons. Puts oh. on a great show. Yes, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so, so it was amazing. Well, trivia is a big thing, and I just picked up um, <laughs> some board games online, and oh, one yes. of them, I saw this box of 80s and 90s trivia, and I said, oh, snap. I have to get this. <laughs> so let's, uh, we'll have a little trivia competition right. here. So grab, and I haven't looked at any of these. Okay. Well, the one on the end, maybe, okay. just to see how they were. So yeah, don't do that. We'll grab from the middle. We'll have a little trivia contest. There's like oh, five snap. questions to a card. We'll see how we do let's do like 10 questions all right let's see how we go you have two cards i have two cards all right are you, we gonna uh, go back and forth yeah we'll go back and forth all right okay here we go i'll start ladies first so we'll give you you know the honors of answering <laughs> i think this will be a good one for you which rock star played the role of a vampire in the 1983 movie the hunger 
And I can give you, it's a, they they give you options. So it's either Mick Jagger, David Bowie, or Cher. It's David Bowie. You are correct. (laughs) All right, one point. All right, what does Jack type on the typewriter in the movie The Shining? Oh, uh, the kid says red rum, but he's, uh-huh. uh, oh, does he do red rum as well? Oh, that's, no, he does, uh, like, something like all Jack is, oh, it's like. Oh, you're all, so close. All, uh, what is it, like all work and no play, Jack? Or, yes, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I'm going to no, give it to that's you. right. Source of contention. Yes. Thanks, Mr. Scorsese, for nothing, because I just reread the book, which was ten times scarier than the movie, by the way. Yeah. The Shining messed me up. Yeah. Um, but that's not in the book. Yeah. And that was Kubrick that did that Oh, one. it was Kubrick. Yeah. That's right. No worries. It's Sorry, Mr. Scorsese. I took it But then at one point, Stephen King did a miniseries. Yes. And which I never saw that, but... Um, um, he wrote the sequel, Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I did, I did so watch good. that. So good. Yeah. And that movie was also really good, but it actually nodded to Kubrick's film. Yeah. But Stephen King, the book. like 40 years later, is still that pissed about that movie. <laughs> yeah. He... Doesn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. All right. So the nice next. Job. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I was on a tip. You're of so close. See, and for those of you who come out to trivia, <laughs> it's just like you, if you get close, you'll you'll get some points. You know, you're fair. Yeah. I'm not a so, dictator or anything. Yeah. You're not looking for spelling per se. Per se. Yeah. So, well, I might be inside, but I won't dock the points for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. All right. Here we go. So, what '90s movie star appeared in three Aerosmith videos? Alicia Silverstone. Ding ding. You are yes. correct. All right, two points. My mom's gonna be so proud. All right, who recorded the song "Danger Zone" for the movie Top Gun? That would be Mr. Kenny Loggins (laughs) of Yacht Rock fame. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, um, what I Spy co-star had a lead role in the Greatest American Hero? Oh my god, I know. I might have missed the boat on that one. Yeah, he was in a lot of TV. Uh, I I recognize the name, but I couldn't. Like, he played a military guy and, like, all kinds of things. I and I think no he was, like, a general or a colonel in that. Hmm. Okay, this is a name that you might recognize. Robert Culp. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Who played Hercules in Hercules, The Legendary Journeys? Oh, I think that was Lou Ferrigno, right? No. No? Kevin Sorbo. Oh, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, I think there was, like, an 80s It was, like, Hercules, Hercules and Xena. Or, oh. like... I should have thought the category was television. All right, that's all right. Two hard ones. Now there's sports. We want to do sports or we just (laughs) want to skip. What do you think? Go for it. All right. I won't be able to answer. True or false? Wayne Gretzky did not participate in the semifinal shootout against the Czech Republic in the 1998 Winter Olympics. False. It was true. Yes. So, yeah, you had that one wrong. Dang. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah, give me a sports one. I'm pretty good at sports. Actually, you'll totally get this one. All right. Who landed the first 900-degree aerial spin on a skateboarding half-pipe in 1999? That would be Tony Hawk. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. I'm only giving myself 0.5, a half a point for the the Jack Nichols. Um, (laughs) All right, let's see. Oh, you got this one. Which rival was involved in planning an attack on Nancy Kerrigan? Oh, Tiny Harding. Yeah, some pop culture there. All right. I was like seven or eight when that happened. And I was like, what is going on in the news? It's crazy. crazy. (laughs) It's like, that's one you remember. And then like OJ and the white Bronco. Yeah. That's one of those. We watched that in school. 
that's yeah. the high speed chase. I saw that when I was in the Navy. I was coming back home on leave, and at the airport, they had it on every monitor. It's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Thinking back, I'm like, why was I watching that in school? That's kind of messed <laughs> up. But. All right, what pocket laden pants are also known as combat trousers? Uh, parachute pants? Mm mm. Oh, I'm thinking 80s. Uh, I don't know. Cargo pants. Oh, yeah. All right. Pocket laden. All right, here you go. Uh, what is the Indiana? What is Indiana Jones searching for in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Um, the, the chalice. Yeah, the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. give you that. Give you that one. All right. In what 1994 French film was Natalie Portman an orphaned 12-year-old that found refuge with a hitman? Directed by Luc Besson. That is the professional. Damn! <laughs> I am so impressed. I think I might have missed a point for myself. I don't know. I have two and a, I have two and a half now. You have four, <laughs> so you're good. Who mentioned Naughty by Nature? So I don't understand the question. Like who first? Maybe who first mentioned or who first brought them into? I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. So you are the queen of trivia. Yes. This person is also shares that moniker. Is it uh, Alex Trebek? No, no. So queen of trivia. Oh, queen of trivia. Okay, hold on. So who would else be a queen in the rap community? Oh my God, Beyonce. No, no. To think of it in '90s, like oh my God. Probably, no, no. That would have been early '90s. So early by 90s. nature, probably late '80s, early '90s. Who else was rapping that was a queen back in that day? Oh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Duh. I'm, I'm going to give you a point five on that one. Yeah, please do. Oh, <laughs> that was rough. Okay. What Aerosmith song was written for the movie Armageddon? Oh, that was, um, oh my God. Um, written for the movie? Uh-huh. Oh, but was it, okay, so if it was written for the movie, that was 2005. I, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, that was for the movie? Yeah. I thought that was just on the uh-uh. crazy album. Nope, they wrote it for the movie. Oh, see, I should have guessed that. But I was thinking, no, that was on the on album. On the album, right. All right. Well, that's cool. Did you know that one? Yeah. When you read it? Okay. Yeah, my angsty little teenage heart was all about that <laughs> back in the day. Don't want to close <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> okay. What sitcom starred a young cartoonist living in the Tribeca area of New York City? Sitcom? Yeah. So this was probably like maybe early 2000s. Or no, these are 80s and 90s. 80s and 90s. I'm trying to think. A cartoonist living in Tribeca. Yeah. And it was played by, uh, what was her name, Leah, uh, who played the mother on Back to the Future. Oh. What the heck? I have no I idea. I last name. Caroline in the City. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're going to, let's just go with, uh, here, we're going to take two more cards. All right. And we'll just do music. Okay. Let's do one more. And then we'll talk about a few other things. And uh, so I guess this one is your turn. What? Or no, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. What instrument did Phil Collins play? Oh, uh, drums. Yes. Okay. All right. And then, uh, okay, you got this one. Uh, what Queen frontman died in 1991? Freddie Mercury. For, yeah, yeah. All right. So I think that, uh, I think we've had the questions there. Oh, wait, I get one more. We start with yep. you. Okay. What British band pr- promoted girl power? Oh, uh, Spice Girls. Spice up your life. All right. <laughs> Wait, are we tied? No, oh, snap. hold on a second. I have one more. Have oh, no, one. no, no. You're, you're in the lead. Five and a half for you, four and a half for me. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. All right. The winner. 
The queen is the champion. <laughs> now, how do you go about when you're working on your questions? Because yes. you're not just pulling them off a card. No, I write you're them You're like handwriting these yeah. questions, which is amazing. <laughs> so what's your process here? Thanks for the reminder. Tell I need to get that. started on next week. <laughs> um, well, we I pick uh, four different topics. Yeah. So it's four rounds of trivia, non-consecutive. So there are four winners every Tuesday. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You And you have awesome prizes. Yeah. We Even try. the fun prizes are yeah. super awesome because they just have so much meaning behind yes. them. Yes. So we have two like cool prizes every week and two real dumb prizes, kind of like us, you know, like silly, silly prizes. Um, I pick the topics that I'm going to write about. I get the answers and then I go back and fashion a question. And I try to to like give people hints. So if you might not know the era that I'm talking mm-hmm. about or, you know, um, you're drawing a blank on the song, there are other hints laced in that question that might get your brain to fire, you know. And get the question right. But it's only been a few times we've had actual all 10 questions correctly answered. I had one round. You had one round. It was, uh, was it glam bands or hair yeah, bands? Yeah, it was hair bands. And yeah, I, yeah. Ken was like cracking his knuckles over there like, uh, I'm going to get like, this right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should be proud of that or embarrassed. But, <laughs> oh, proud. Uh, it was great. I, I love those bands are fun. Yeah. It's my dream times. to, uh, I want to start a hair band, but I want to be the lead singer. Nice. We'll see. Nice. We'll see if, I don't know if St. Louis is ready for that. Yeah. Yet. Who's your favorite hair band? Ugh. Uh, I'm not sure I can answer that. That's tough because there's uh some good ones. I, the first question on that you it was um uh it was Cinderella was the yes, answer. Cinderella. Not, <laughs> I was like I remember. I'm a big fan of Rat. Yeah, Rat was fun. I I'm surprised love. my parents. Like I think it was 1984. I was nine, mm-hmm. and they uh they bought me the cassette of Out of the Cellar, oh, nice. which has this like half naked woman oh, yeah. climb, crawling through the sewers or the streets or whatnot. And it's that's awesome. Yeah. So it's like they were cool. And Twisted Sister, I think that year I received oh. Stay Hungry as well. Nice. And that was just nice. great. I mean, at the time it was yeah. MTV. So we were watching MTV. Mm-hmm. And I think and at the time, the 80s, it's like nobody wore seat belts, And you're like, yeah. Like People we, still smoked in air, uh, airplanes. And. Yeah, in the car. And you're like <laughs> stood in, like we stood in the back of the truck when we went out to Carlisle Lake. And so it was like, we're just standing in this thing as my dad's bombing down the road to put the boat in. So yeah, oh my gosh. good times. Different time. Yeah, different times. But yeah, your questions are, are killer. That was the other night, I forget what category, somebody had 10 for 10. Yeah. And uh, I teamed up with Will's mom. <laughs> and my, and, hey, mom. Uh, yeah. And she was awesome. And uh, art was great. Yeah. And... Uh, we were nine for ten on yes. one, and I thought, "Hey, we're at least tied." But somebody just ten for ten. Someone got ten. Was it was like, the storms, Whoa. songs yeah. with storms. In the yeah, it was a great category. Yeah, you recycled a few on there, so that I helped did. me. That helped me. I what, did. One of the first times, uh, I had to, I had to unlock my trivia brain. <laughs> yeah, that's what first, you said. First time we came in, I could not remember anything, <laughs> and then I start coming. It's a back. mindset for sure. It's a mindset. It's like, I also try to like test myself. I don't want everything to be so hard that no one gets anything either. So I'm like, I run him by Will, you know, he's not the best person to run it by either because he does. He's like a mind lock. He knows everything. Right on. But uh, yeah, it's fun. Talk about so like some of the prizes. I'll give a little plug. Mm -hmm. Like I said, one time. So I didn't win anything for like the first three weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then finally it hits. And I think I won a bottle of Tito's. Yeah. And then the next time I won another bottle of Tito's. Yes. And then... Uh, and Jack, then a, right? And then a bottle of Jack, then a bottle of Smirnoff. And then uh, <laughs> and then these like uh, this like cool stag keychain. Oh, yeah. Which I took a picture and a buddy of mine was like, dude, I got to have that keychain. I was like, I, can, I, can, I think about, we're uh, going to do that. What about a puddle of mud? 
The puddle of mud, the <laughs> autograph puddle. I don't, I, I'm gonna. I don't know any of their songs. Oh, I just know the name. You do. <laughs> you can look. All right, I'm gonna have. That's to called professional development. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fun. And then Will, it was his reaction because I had it sitting on the table. Yes. And he looked like, "What? You got a puddle of mud?" <laughs> so you know, oh. I, I've in not knowing their music, but I like to play on names as well you yeah know, i remember calling them puddle of crud puddle of crud yeah but i don't know their music so that's kind of unfair <laughs> that's pretty yeah. funny what else haven't we not covered um let me see we hit the trivia we're talking about <laughs> hair bands i mean a, a few other cool pieces of memorabilia i love this lemmy painting super cool is that is it somebody you know that painted that or no where did that it was come from? it was given to us uh, i'm trying to remember the artist's name he's a pretty well-known caricaturist uh lives on the east coast Oh, and it's killer. He paints that just yeah. for us. And of course, audience, you have to come in to see yes, it. Yes, to see this stuff. And it's amazing. It's Lemmy. It's a, a cool caricature. He has the ace of spades. It's just amazing. As he does. Uh, what else do we have here? I mean, like, I know, I'm sure that Shine Down is from Chris. Did he gift that? No. No. Shine Down themselves gifted Whoa. it to us. Uh, that poster, the St. Louis specific poster, was from their show in 2019, our first catering show okay. that we ever catered before right. we had even opened. The business okay um they gave that to us signed and it's super cool we've been holding on to that for three years are they are they uh from st louis no but this is where they're they're from the midwest oh, okay so, gotcha um we also this last year they gave us a guitar that yellow guitar over here and that's signed by the whole band as oh, well very hanging up cool. here so very cool they're and good I guys see, and of course will being a bass player there's yeah. many bass guitars hanging mm -hmm. up and there's some acoustics We've got a sombrero, which is cool. <laughs> I love the uh, the Ringo Starr uh, photograph. is yes, amazing. Those are um, from Todd Morgan, our good friend, uh, Todd, who uh, professionally takes band pictures. So that Ringo, Geezer Butler, they actually used that for the Black Sabbath Farewell Tour. They oh, used his right picture on. in all the yeah. um, promo stuff. We also have one up in the back. It's a little fragile, so we have to get a frame for it, but it's flea. In oh, action, right on. and that's super, super cool. Very too. cool. Is it, is it by chance free? Free flea doing a handstand? It's not doing a handstand, which but is pretty amazing. It's a really cool angle of him yeah. just rocking out. Oh, right on, right on. Queen, that's cool. The uh, wood paneled Elvis over there. Yeah, that's the first thing I bought for our home together. <laughs> that is, <laughs> if amazing. it gives you any indication of. And that's like uh, Suspicious Minds era Elvis. Total. He's in yeah. Hawaii. With Absolutely. The Very nice. With so, his yeah. jumpsuit, with yeah. his sequin jumpsuit. What else? Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. Oh, of course, yeah, we can't. Well, two more. Of course, that Frank Zappa is amazing. <laughs> that was a birthday gift for him a few years okay. ago from me. Right on. So, yeah, if you ever wanted a close up of Frank Zappa's uh, genital region, this is the place to come. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Where can I? You know, I need to see a half-naked picture of yeah. Frank Zappa wearing a speedo, wearing a it's leopard magnificent. speedo. It's I need to get. Yeah, you know, I need to go to Rockstar Tacos at the Gaslight. Oh yeah, and then of course, uh, um, Alice Cooper, our favorite. Yeah, we've catered him too, but um, all of this was given to us from his team. That's he awesome. Got, Will got his cert certificate of insanity up there. And, yeah, that's uh, cool. We love our Alice Cooper. Yeah, what have we not covered? I mean, I think we've covered the spectrum. Just about everything. Um, a few things coming up. Actually, starting today, you were talking about Women's History Month. Yeah. We partnered with Angels Envy. Um, 13 women-run or women-owned bars throughout this month um, picked a woman of influence and developed a cocktail around that woman. Ah. So that starts today. Angels Envy, um, we decided to honor the runaways because they were 
a big deal um, in a male-dominated, Heck yeah. you know, industry. And each of them went on to do their own amazing things and really had a huge impact on the music industry. So Yeah, if you had to pick one runaway, <clears throat> like Joan a solo. Jet. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. I, I kind of like Lita Four. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So I feel that. But Joan Jett, amazing. Yes. I was talking to someone the other day. It wasn't Love is a Battlefield. What's the other Pat Benatar famous song? Oh, now I'm drawing. Oh, um. My bartender, Nikki, was singing it, singing along. And I was like, I just can't get into her because she makes me think of like a watered down Joan Jett. Ah. Joan Jett's everything. And I'm totally like slipping. But Dave Grohl. So for Christmas, I mm-hmm. his uh, Storyteller book. Oh, I think it's how Storyteller. was it? Fantastic. Awesome. And uh, he has a great Joan Jett story in that book where uh basically they were recording something together uh and joan jett was staying at his house and one of his daughters said can you read me a story and he's oh like and they girl saying oh no this is joan jett you know and she's like no of course i'll read you a story and then she goes and reads a, a bedtime story to one of oh Dave's my gosh daughters. that's amazing yeah great book that's super I mean, cool that, that guy is just uh, that's somebody who would be a, a dream guest oh totally dave grohl and he <clears throat> seems so accessible and just like so down to earth yeah but they with all the projects that he's doing i know i, mean, I don't know how that DGs. guy does it all They're, the dgs oh my god awesome so awesome I mean, I'm a, what a great pandemic I'm a project huge, there yeah i'm a huge disco fan uh, so <laughs> you heard fun. that here first for real i don't of, talk about that uh, but i love it well when i was growing up my neighbors would uh so these burnout neighbors and they would uh <laughs> and they were cool they treated me well mm-hmm. and they'd always lend me records which is cool but they would test me they would quiz me when i'd get off the bus and they would say a band name they'd be like uh uh, what are some of the bands they listen? Oh, it'd be like Van Halen, mm-hmm. cool or not, and be like cool. And then they would be like the Bee Gees, and I don't think I heard who. You know, I don't even think I knew who the Bee Gees were uh-huh. at that point. And I was like, uh, I think just I might have just maybe I had so many other ones. There was like Iron Maiden, Bee Gees, and I was kind of like, huh, uh, not cool. And they're like, yeah, that's right. Oh, you know, I so I love like, the Bee Gees. Yeah, no, they're so good. And if you uh, saw that documentary on oh, HBO, you really appreciate the yeah. Bee Gees when you know more about them. Yeah. For sure. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So, like, uh, what are a couple other bands? We'll end on that. Is there, is there any, like, uh, what is a few albums you would put in your, like, top 100 albums? Because oh, there's snap. no way you couldn't, you, you could do less than 100. Bark at the Moon. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. Um, Probably Power Slave. Um, <laughs> This is a source. Will almost broke up with me when I told him this. Probably the <laughs> single most influential album in my life was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette only because I was a a young I was a you know like a teenage girl Mm -hmm. and I'm surrounded by music by men and Alanis and Gwen Stefani were thrown down at the time and I just loved it Tragic Kingdom is another big one for me because I'm 14 15 and I'm like oh my gosh they're doing it too I think that's so cool you know so I, to, I, I never really get into the list, but at some point I should probably put one together and just, but there's so many great albums. So many. It's just like, you're like, whoa, that would be on my list. Like for, for instance, uh, Super Tramp, Breakfast in America. Oh yeah. I mean, great album. I don't think there's a bad song on that album. Um, I would say Grand Illusion as well. By oh, Sticks. Sticks, yeah. I'm a Sticks cover band, yeah. so. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I'm Dennis Dion. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, I mean, an impactful album. To me absolutely so. it's just one of those you know there's bands that have just those albums that's like from first song to last song yes or if it's you're listening to vinyl it's just like yeah. you know 
front side A and B, yeah, right. great. You know, Purple Rain might oh, be one Purple of Purple Rain, Thrillers, another one. Yeah. Um, I actually felt that way with Justin Timberlake's latest, and eh, not latest, the 2020 experience. It was a double disc. Okay. And it was like a work of art. Yeah. Like from one song to the very next. I was like, this is like something totally like on purpose, like art. Like, yeah. Second to second, song to song. Oh, so great. Yeah, it's like that third or fourth album after a band gets its stride. Although you yeah. have some where their first album's so amazing yeah. and they get in that sophomore slump. <clears throat> Metallica. <clears throat> <laughs> Although I'd say... Ride the Lightning. There's another one. Oh, yeah. Great album. Yeah. I, I didn't really get into Metallica until until the Black album. And then I had Which to, I also enjoy. Will and I, I disagree with that as well. Had but. to go back. But uh, and then you listen to Master of Puppets. And you're oh, like, my Whoa. God. Yeah. But had it not been... And granted, at that time... Yeah, I had friends that listened to Metallica, but it was uh, it was like the you know the friends that weren't the mainstream guys. Yeah, and I guess I was more mainstream coming from a family that was mostly probably more uh, you know conservative values mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it was uh, I grew up on the Beatles, Rat, and right. Twisted Sister. So we weren't yeah. that crazy, but it was Metallica was out of oh yeah, you know, out of your purview, out of there. <laughs> like Slayer, I Slayer's a band I, yeah. I I couldn't really get into, but maybe if I listen to now, I might dig some Slayer. Oh, you would. But the Beatles, I mean, every, you know. So here's a question for you. All right. And I still can't answer this question, really. It changes from year to year. Um, what's your favorite Beatles album? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, wow, that's a hard question. I, I mean, the White Album was so, I mean, it was just, that was almost like a heavy metal album. Yeah. Um, Rubber Soul's a great album. Mm-hmm. I With the Let It Be documentary, that was an album I never really listened to. Mm-hmm. And then I watched oh, the beautiful. documentary. And then I put the, uh, still listen to CDs, so I put the yeah. CD in my car and listen over and over. Oh, it's and amazing. that album is really, I love that album Heavy, now. really. But probably Abbey Road. If I had to pick one, probably be Abbey Road. That was mine always, and I stuck by that answer. But then I re-listened to just their catalog, and I changed my mind. Revolver. Yeah. Revolver's my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's kind of where they grew up. Like, they suddenly had big boy pants on. Yeah, that was like the transitional album mm-hmm. for them. Where they went from being more poppy, yeah, to being like more independent, yep. and having that edge, yep, yeah. I think we're, I'm gonna have to go back and and I know. and listen. <laughs> Let me know what you figure out. That could be one. Abbey Road's a masterpiece. You can't really like, yeah. you know, shake a stick at it. But I mean, I love it all. I love the young stuff too. But my musical knowledge. I mean, I was playing piano at that point when I got introduced mm-hmm. to the Beatles. But I started from the very beginning, you know, yeah. and listened as my. As my knowledge grew, the more I appreciated that later stuff because they were layering and orchestrating and, yeah. you know, and doing cooler, th- different no- things. Another band were all four musicians in that band, great songwriters, and they all went on to have iconic careers. Yeah. Runaway's another band. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, you had a few others that uh, where you have this culmination of musicians that mm-hmm. it's just like magic. Yeah. Uh, and then when you have that many geniuses in one place. Yeah, you know, kinda, it's not going to go well tough. for a long term. But yeah. they needed a break. That was a big thing. I think if the Beatles would have took a break and with, uh, with Brian Epstein dying mm-hmm. or yeah. committing suicide and losing him. Mm-hmm. And then you'd, then it was like the machine. I, had they had taken a break, maybe done a little soul mm-hmm. work, then I think I, I, I don't these know. These are one of these timeless questions. Different. Will yeah. and I banter back and forth like Jimi Hendrix did you know if he was still around mm-hmm. would he still be making new music or would he have just been doing the same thing he had been doing the whole time True. it's it, like deep thoughts you know yeah or it's like sometimes you know when you lose them early they're just uh legends 
Whereas if they're around, you're like, oh, their music kind of sucks now. It was no, yeah, or they, there's no purple haze. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. You know, interesting. chicken or the egg or JFK. I can't wait to get you this book. So you cool. can read it and talk to me about it. Nice. Yeah. Like if he hadn't, you know, I watched a documentary on the Kennedys not too long ago and I think we're in a weird time. You know, I didn't question what I was taught in school. And there's so much we are not told. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. As far as like rewriting history and uh, the Roosevelt's, I saw a documentary mm-hmm. on them too, which was really interesting. But um, yeah, yeah, this Kennedy's one, I was like, whoa. Yeah, interesting. They were into some mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Absolutely. I mean, obviously, an assassination of anyone is a horrible thing. Yeah. But uh, he was kind of sainted after that in the history books. Yeah. And no one's a saint, not really. Not at all. No, there's so. always always some dirt somewhere. Some. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. So any last words, any last things to talk about uh, Rockstar uh, Tacos? Rockstar does, they can get a schnooks, yes, right? Yes, Rockstar does is at every metro area schnooks. Yeah. Um, we also sell it here, so you can come visit here and get it for cheaper than schnooks. All right. Uh, if you want to make the drive, but it's at every metro area schnooks. Um, we've got happy hour every day from 5 to 6, $2 tacos, $3 margaritas, always something cool going on uh with our draft beers it's about we're switching over to spring so we'll have some new offerings back there um angels envy partnership um pineapple habanero bourbon beverage interesting uh the queens of noise honoring the runways runaways Uh we have a collaboration with urban chestnut coming up soon which i'm excited about we always just have cool stuff going on so just all day happy hour on wednesday all day happy hour on wednesdays music trivia on tuesdays at 7 30 uh we with the nice weather we'll be having music being resurrected here in the dining room and without so we're super pumped about that and uh some cool new collaborations (laughs) coming down the pipe so well great well thank you for uh taking the time out to talk this was a privilege and uh yeah looking forward to more trivia and more wonderful meals i need to pace myself everything on the menu is so good that i'm i need this i need this i need yeah. this i need this and then it's like oh no wonder i yeah i still 10 pounds in right. the last two months i still i mean i still eat it every day and yeah. i'm not sick of it yeah. but uh it's good well, but yeah you. i feel you all right take care thank you Bye-bye. bye